0: Even the greatest need to be pushed, challenged, and trained. So here's how New Orleans Saints safety Tyron Matthew got it done. We got all that and a little bit of lanyard for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints.
1: You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What is good, Houdet Nation and that family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Saints, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, as always, to all you everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day, every day. Don't forget, you can always subscribe and follow, always for free on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss the latest episodes. And if you want to keep the conversation going one-on-one with me, take part in our exclusive film studies, Q&As, early access, and much more, you can become a Locked On Saints insider by heading over to joinsubtext.com slash Locked On Saints to join a community I would love for you to be a part of. As always, I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson NOLA, on your favorite social media, your. New Orleans Saints expert, credentialed member of the media. You can find me as the senior writer and reporter over at Saints News Network, Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation site covering the New Orleans Saints. You can also find me every Tuesday on the Locked on Saints podcast, or rather the Locked on NFL podcast, and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked on Saints. On today's episode of Locked on Saints, we are joined by Coach Nat of NXT Training, who does some incredible work with some athletes that you already know and love, including New Orleans Saints safety Tyron Matthew. What was it like working with Tyron Matthew when he returned to New Orleans? What makes Tyron Matthew as good as he is? And how does a guy like Coach Nat continue to train greatness? We got that coming up for you as we get to our parts one and two of that conversation. And then to wrap up the show today, I'm going to update you on everything you need to know about the New Orleans Saints salary cap. How much do they have? How, does the, how do all those numbers break out? And how should they spend or use or save that money? We got all of that coming up for you on today's episode. And today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by our friends over at Bird Dogs. Head over to birddogs.com slash locked on NFL or use the promo code locked on NFL to get a free water model with your order and with any purchase. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. Let's get started with our conversation here with Coach Nat, starting with Tyron Matthew. What's it like to work with him? And what was it like with him getting back here? to new orleans
1: uh, just the confidence and you know just seeing more how he's more into the defense and things like that i see a lot of swag a lot of a lot of his swag, yeah. swag
0: yeah. that's awesome man and, and and when you're working with a guy like tyron or really any of the the you know the long list of, of athletes that you work with a lot of guys here from louisiana or at least with ties to louisiana what's some of the focus that that you bring to try to help these guys take their game to the next level
1: well it's uh, mainly about development you know what i mean um mm-hmm. Helping them get faster, helping them get stronger, you know, uh, different parts of the game, the technique parts of the game, stuff like that. You know, it's entire. He's a 10 year veteran. You know what I mean? And so there's right. some little nuances, the tips, you know, we're breaking down things of, that I've seen because I'm 10 years older and I'm 40 years old. You know what I mean? So I've been watching this game while he was young. You know what I mean?
0: Hold and up. So, wait, how are you 40 and look younger than me? <laughs> I'm going to yeah, need I mean, to start working with you. Yeah, come on out there, man. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Definitely, that. Definitely that, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I
1: make, I make 41 in September, actually. Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks away. Yeah. Yep. That's tough. So like this, As a 10-year veteran, being able to come in and get better, you know, as you've seen last year, he had played the most games of, of his career. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Had the most tackles of his career. Um, He finished first in pass coverage, you know, amongst the safety position. You know what I'm saying? That's in the 10. 10- yeah, so him being able to – know what he need to do and and really locking in and dedicating himself and really working to take his career to that next step you know what i mean add longevity to (laughs) him.
0: yeah yeah so when you're working with a guy like like okay well when you're working with maybe like a younger guy right there's a bigger gap to try to cover to get to great right you're going from maybe you know um you might be going from like experience to great or something like that right like there's a development level there when you're working with a guy like tyron who's already in that conversation of the greats how do you take that how do you help make that next leap uh, when you're when you're working with a guy like that
1: well like we always talk about it's about being number one the best ever you know what i mean mm. it's not this, mm-hmm. this hall of fame you know what i mean okay so it's, it's levels you know even once you get to the nfl they got guys that's on the practice squad they got guys that's on the bench they got guys that start and then they have those ones, you know what I mean? Those guys who are those guys, you know what I mean? So it's levels. They got guys who just get in the Hall of Fame. And then they, like I heard Charles Wilson say that they need another room for those guys in that Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? So with working with Tyron, getting him where he is, he's already, he already has that mindset. So just matching that mindset of him we're going to be higher than number one, if that's the number. Let's get higher than number one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you as somebody who's got family, that's got roots here, that came back to the city, you kind of got to see Tyron do that same thing, right? Tyron went away, moved around, played for a couple of different teams, came back to the city in New Orleans. What would you say was sort of your biggest uh, kind of takeaway when it came to Tyron coming back home? Like, where was he? How, how excited was he with that, with that opportunity?
1: Oh, he was really excited because he knows what he means to the city. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, he knows the impact that he has to the youth. Um, as you can see, he had a whole generation wearing a blind mohawk. You know what yeah.
0: I'm saying? Listen, <laughs> listen, for, listen, for, for real. real. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's mean, that's a that part. Generation,
1: not just a city, <laughs> a generation. You know what I mean? Yeah. He still he still rocky, you know what I'm saying? So, like that type of impact, you know. And so, you know, with his charities and stuff giving back to wherever he is, he does he did that in Houston, he did that in KC. And so now really being able to put his his footstool in in the city of New Orleans, you know that's that that's big for him. You know, a person like himself, yeah. that that's huge for him.
0: You know, for real. Yeah, you mentioned uh, kind of working on speed, working on technique, things like that. How you how do you with with NXT drill down to those more kind of unique nuances to 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 help a player out?
1: Well, um, I have a nursing background. I went to school for nursing before I got into the training field, Um, so I know all the muscles in the body. So it's just really activating each individual muscle that needs to be activated to perform the sequences that we need to perform you know because one time you would think if you look at a person every human being has weaknesses so mm-hmm. a lot of times if you're just out there working on yourself you'll probably just work on your strengths you know what i mean because not all the time you know what the weak points are you know we go to the doctor because we need help you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yep I look at the athletes, you know, I look at those, we, I bring them through an assessment, I look at where we're not as strong at, and we work on those weaknesses. I know exactly what needs to be activated. I know where we need to go. I, by me playing the sport, I have played the positions. I played pretty much all the positions on the field at a high level, so I know the mindset. I know what needs to be done. I know the end result. So being able to help them get from where they are to that end result putting that middle together, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the, the journey, the process of it. So yeah. building each individual muscle up so we have no weaknesses.
0: So when you're working with a safety in particular, because I imagine that the muscle groups that you work on kind of vary depending on position, right? Like a quarterback muscle group that you might focus on would be different from a safety muscle group. Uh, if I'm right about that, which I, I could be I could be completely talking out my, my back end Right favorite. now, but if I'm right about that uh, what, What's the focus when it comes To somebody that plays safety?
1: Well, with any person Not, not just an athlete, a human Being, um, mm-hmm. it's all about The foundation, so even if you think about A building, a house It's standing on top of a Foundation, so if that foundation is Built on sand any wind or rain, the top of the Building is going to crumble but yeah. if that foundation is bent on concrete cement you're able to stack on whatever you need to stack on it and, and it need to be sturdy so just mm-hmm. thinking about the human body um yeah you're right safeties have to move well they're not using their arms as much as quarterback but right they just have to back pedal just like a quarterback has to back pedal safeties mm-hmm. have to run just like a quarterback have to run a sprint you know what i'm saying safeties have so yep. all these athletes even even in so, so football, baseball, basketball, soccer, these sports are, besides track, these sports are straight lines, 45 degree angles, 90 degree angles. So it's, mm. it's, it's a game of angles, you know what I mean? So being able yep. to move efficiently from point A to point B, that's the main thing. And a lot of times the athletes may have, uh, not saying anyone I'm talking about, but a lot of times individuals may have a weakness, you know, in, 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 in a foot, in an ankle, Um, in the knee, in the hip, but every like we see the foundation, everything starts from the ground up, from your feet, your feet lead to your ankle, your ankle leads to your knees, your knees lead to your hips, your hips lead to your back. So if something as low as the ankle is is something, a problem is wrong, it's going to affect the knee above it. If something is wrong with the knee, it's going to affect that hip above it, you know what I'm saying, and so on and so forth. So being able to see that and see those misalignments and see where we're not moving efficiently at and Constantly drilling it, like I said, it takes it takes ten thousand hours to master something. You know what I'm right. saying? So mm-hmm. it's just that constant repetition over and over and over. You know, people say do it till you get it right. We say do it till you get it wrong. Do do it till you mm-hmm. can't get it wrong. I'm sorry. Do it till you can't get yep. it wrong. I apologize. Yeah. So like it's, no, it's a habit. It's a habit forming at that. So like tying your shoe. It was hard when you tied your shoe at first. Now you can do it with your eyes closed. You see what I'm saying? Yep. That type of mindset, you know, so just that repetition over and over and over doing it
0: properly. All right, family coming up next, we're going to dive into some of the nitty gritty. What's it like to train some of these athletes and why is it that what coach Nat does is so successful. We're going to break that down as we continue on with today's episode of locked on staying spots to get nerdy up in here as part of Locked On podcast network, your team every And today's episode of Locked on Saints is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Head over to birddogs.com slash Locked on NFL today or use the promo code Locked on NFL. And I promise you, you're going to get exactly what it is that you're looking for when it comes to your athleisure wear, whether you're looking for shorts that you could wear out as well as wear to the gym, or maybe you're just looking for workout shorts so you can get a nice run in. Maybe you're like me and you like the jogger options. They have everything that you're looking for, including like zip pockets, where to put your phone your AirPods, whatever it is that you want to put away, you can have it safely tucked away in those zip-up pockets with the invisible zip. They've got great sweat-wicking fabric that make it super comfortable to wear. Even in here in New Orleans, I wore the joggers and the shorts when it was uh, triple digits outside, and I wear the the joggers in you know the winter when it's a little bit colder as well. So you know, really, really versatile stuff that keeps you nice and comfortable no matter what conditions you're working out in. So go and check them out today. Once again, that is birddogs.com slash locked on NFL. And don't forget the promo code locked on NFL to get that free water bottle with your next purchase. Once again, that is birddogs.com slash NFL promo code locked on NFL. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you that. All right, family continuing on with today's episode of locked on saints. We are here with coach Nat of NXT training, who does some incredible stuff in terms of uh, working with athletes, You've seen some of the production that he's created with guys like Tyron Matthew, Jamar Chase, and others. And the thing that sort of makes what he does so unique is what we're going to break down here as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Appreciate all you everydayers out there making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day, every day. So one of the things that's so unique about Coach Nat's approach is the fact that he actually utilizes motions and workouts that drill in what it is that a player is actually doing on the field. How does he develop that? And how does that have an impact Here's Coach Nat and I breaking that down. The one
1: common factor in all those positions is speed.
0: you got to be right. able to move from yeah, you point A to, be to fast, point right? You know what I'm saying? So,
1: So, you, so um, I not only – the difference between me and, you know, a lot of trainers around the world, I can do it all. The speed part, the strength mm-hmm. part, the position-specific part. I even throw the ball to them. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we, we, we're, we're moving efficiently in that area. So we doing the speed work, the change direction stuff, and things like that, all in one session, along with the position stuff, you know, we sprinkle it in as they continue to build their capacity. So it's about getting their sprint mechanics, teaching them, making sure he's running properly, making sure he's mm. not wasting any energy to be because the, the, the less tired you get, the longer you can go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So being able to go four quarters, and if you go back to college, LSU and Texas A&M went seven overtimes, and that's what we all yep. see a lot of times. LSU and Texas a and went seven overtimes. So if you're able to play in all those quarters, you're able to make a big impact in the game and able to make a, a, a good stat statistic for yourself. You know what I mean? If you're able to make them plays. You know what I'm saying? So just being able to be conditioned, having those muscles conditioned, being able to making sure we're running properly, efficiently, making sure we're breathing properly, making sure – His core is strong, the things we do in the weight room, um, strengthening those hamstrings, those quadricep Mm -hmm. muscles, those calf muscles, um, making sure that, like you say, that core is strong, making sure those biceps are strong, those shoulders are strong, to be able to swing those arms, neck, everything, it's a full, it's a whole full body thing because like you say, he's a high octane machine. And so to be able to, it's one thing, Anybody can do it one time, but who can do it over and over and over again? You know, that's what leads to the greatness, the consistency, the legendary type of thing.
0: You've done work with a lot of great players out there. How did you get into all of this and and where did it all stem from for you?
1: Well, um, like we talked about earlier, um, I was going after Hurricane Katrina. I came home, um, you know, helping the family and things like that and just thinking about ways to make money, you know, so I was mm-hmm. thinking about the nursing field, you know, I had an interest and in, I have an interest in the human body. And mm-hmm. but when it came down to me taking the nursing exam, got all, got all the way through time for me to take the nursing exam, my mindset was like, do I really want to be inside all day? I'm, a, I'm more of an outside person. I, I'm yeah. versatile, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just talk about that because I'm a versatile mm-hmm. individual. So mindset just thinking about new orleans knowing the type of things that go on in new orleans you know you're from new orleans you know you see the crime and things that go on and a lot of these kids and stuff they're not bad individuals you know right. they just need the, the proper guidance and the and proper tools to show them how to take their talents to the next level how to take their gifts to the next level you know what i'm saying and so if you think about bill gates when he walked outside he had his neighbors work for at for nasa and things like that so if he wanted right. to ask them how to build a flux capacitor they giving them all the information that they need. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right. These areas, you know, we don't have too many people that know how to work a flux capacitor. So, um, right. but, um, you know, so just thought about, I played football for Harrell Park, you know, uptown, mm-hmm. um, Calton area. Um, I yep. played football for Harrell Park since I was eight years old, from eight to uh, 13. So I was like, man, I can really, I can go back to my park and show these youth how to really get better. and. Cause a lot of times in the waters we never we didn't have that type of exposure to be able to put our talents on display, and even if we did have the exposure, we didn't have the type of teaching to be able to show it how other people were showing it. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Like they had trainers yep. all over, you know, in California and Florida, Texas, but here a lot of us can't afford that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's really been the main thing of what I did. Like so, I said I'm gonna go back and give to my park. I'm I'm gonna build these kids up. They're going to make it, and we're going to give back and build the ones that come up. And so, like, Er um, Smith Jr., Jamar Chase, they, was he was a junior in high school. Uh, Jamar Chase, uh, Aaron Brule, they were uh, sophomores, uh-huh. going through their sophomore years in high school. Um, this is 2015. Um, Tyron, I didn't, I, I knew Tyron. Tyron and my other brother went to uh-huh. high school together at St. Louis and so we just mm-hmm. we always knew each other but last year was just the first year we ever worked out all that time we always talked about it but it finally came in came into fruition you know what i mean um christian yeah. Foley, since he was at lsu his first year at lsu perry nickerson um he went to tulane mm-hmm. um he had player, yeah. time, time down, you know what i mean so like him since he uh, first got to tulane stuff like that it's a lot more man a lot of kids in college oh yeah yeah man so like those guys just kept coming back you know what i'm saying i see because i was like that i used to be at harrell park working on my craft by myself you know what i mean it's shout out to right. dave with dave johnson um he's at florida state right now he mm-hmm. actually kind of sparked a bit of that in me because the things he showed me uh he was preparing cortez hankton who's at lsu now offensive coordinator uh-huh. uh receiver coach uh yep. De- and Devin lewis um he played receiver, he was getting ready for the Green Bay Packers and stuff like that. So I'm a kid in high school, 16 years old, I'm covering these guys, you know what I'm saying? Working on, <laughs> working on my game, going into my senior year, you know what I mean? So that gave me confidence, you know what I'm saying? So just to think about that mindset and then I, another inspiration of Miami Hurricanes, how they used to come back and give to the youth, you know what I'm saying? And seeing that impact that that made for that youth. So it was just like, well, we can do the same thing for our kids, you know, and so Mm-hmm. From 2005 to 2023, here we are. We're letting the cough <laughs> Look at you. Glory to God. It's all God's am Humble speaking. you know Those guys work hard, man. Those guys were
0: really hard. There you hard. go. All right, family. One more big thank you to Coach Nat at NXT Training 7, on Twitter at NXT Training, over on Instagram as well. Appreciate all of y'all for checking out that conversation. I love having conversations like that about the nitty-gritty of how a player gets ready for the regular season. And the New Orleans Saints are ready for the regular season. It is officially week one here on Locked on Saints and here across the NFL. So look, coming up next, let's take a look at what kind of stuff the New Orleans Saints might be able to do over the course of the next month based on how much money they have available. What do they have available? How do those numbers break out? And how should they utilize that money? We got that coming up for you as we continue on and wrap up today's episode of Locked on Saints for the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of Locked On Saints brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook and the official sportsbook partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's officially week one. The New Orleans Saints are going to be taking on the Houston Texans. They're favored by three at home. You can get in on those odds or other things. Right now, you've got anytime touchdown scores and plus odds for Michael Thomas, for Chris Olave, and for Jamal Williams. Chris Olave at plus 145, Jamal Williams at plus plus one hundred. These are some pretty good odds. So you can jump in on that and watch more over at FanDuel. And if it's your first time visiting FanDuel, you can just put $5 down. And no matter what, you're going to get $500 back in bonus bets guaranteed. You can then use that on player props, more point spreads, whatever it is that you're looking for. And if you're not a first-time customer, anytime you put down those $5, you're going to get $100 off of NFL Sunday ticket on YouTube or YouTube TV. All you have to do is head over to fanduel.com locked on. Put that $5 down for the first time or if it's your next time, put down to $5 anyway. You're still going to get something back regardless when it comes to bonus bets or of course that $100 discount on NFL Red Zones. Go and find them today. Once again, that is fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel and official partner of the NFL. Let's Let's get it. Who that nation wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints, wrapping up with a look at the New Orleans Saints salary cap. How much money do they have? How should they spend it? That's where we're breaking down to wrap up today's show. Appreciate all you everydayers out there making Locked On Saints your first listen of the day, every day. So if you go and you take a look at all of the various places that are tracking, you know, salary cap and cap space and all these other things, you're gonna find like, I don't know, three or four different numbers, but I'm gonna tell you which one. Is I believe the most accurate, um, and 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 why and why it's close to the projection that I have of where the New Orleans Saints are when it comes to their salary cap. So uh, when it comes to the New Orleans Saints salary cap right now, it's not just the 53 man roster that counts against their cap, right? There's some dead money, of course, that you know a lot of those talking heads nationally will have you, you know, kind of be thinking about and talking about all this stuff. None of that matters. Uh, They also have a couple of guys on injured reserve with some dead money, around $152,000 of dead money on Trey Turner's deal, for instance. And then, of course, you have the practice squad where every veteran, all six of them get a little bit over $350,000, $360,000. And then all of the younger guys with four or fewer years of accrued NFL experience are right around $216,000. You get 10 of those guys, you get six of the veterans. And then so that factors into the cap as well. And so this is where the number comes from, but here's the most accurate number that I've been able to find, which is right around roughly $5.7 million. Depending upon where you go, you might find something like $11 million. If you see something that's $11, $10 million, it's because it's only capturing, first of all, if you're seeing $11 million, it's only capturing the top 51, which is no longer the rule now that you're into the regular season. Remember on the 90 man roster, only the top 51 actually count against the salary cap. But then once the regular season begins, all 53 plus the practice squad all count against the salary cap, including, of course, those injured reserve players too, they get folded in, especially if they have dead money on their deal. So when you're really looking at this, what you're checking out is $11 million minus all of that practice squad and a little bit of that injured reserve money. That's how you get down to the $5.7 million that you can find on places like Over the Cap, as well as my own personal tracking, I'm sure other tracking from around Saints Media as well. So that's where the Saints sit. They're no longer in the $14 million, $13, $11, 10000000 they They're no longer in the double digits, but they still have a considerable amount of cap space left for this time in the season, $5.7 million. Now, is it comparable to teams like the Cleveland Browns who are still sitting with $26 million on their books? No, but that's okay. Um, listen to the top five teams that have the most salary cap available. In order, the Browns, the Cardinals, the Bengals, the Panthers, and the Bears. Outside of the Bengals there, who are a notedly frivolous organization, um, not great company uh, to be in, to be going into the season. If you're the Browns, Cardinals, Panthers, and Bears, oh my, with a ton of salary cap and unspent money, that maybe could have made your team a little bit better, right? So when you're going into the season, you probably want to be right around where the Saints are. Listen to some of the teams that are right around them, the Jaguars, the Steelers, the Packers, themselves, of course, the Chargers, the Patriots, the Eagles, the Dolphins. That's all kind of within a million dollars up or below. you think it's some of the places where they're spending the most money, though, that are technically in the negative right now or can be said to be in the negative right now. The Bills, the 49ers, the Ravens, the well, the Bucks are in there, and the Raiders are in there, but also the Chiefs. So spend your money. Spend your money. That's what's going to make your team the best. So what should the New Orleans Saints do with their money right now? Well, they've got sort of this nice little package deal right now it's where they can kind of sit around and wait package deal not package deal but they have sort of this nice like situation that they're in at the moment where they can kind of sit around and wait and see how you know other veterans become available or veterans that haven't yet signed with teams that are looking for a place to land they could still get in on some of those guys things like that you've got enough money to sit back comfortably especially after week 1 to potentially look to bring in some more talent and why do you wait until after week 1 well one of the big reasons that you do that is because Contracts are no longer guaranteed after week one. So even if you sign a guy to a vet minimum deal, instead of guaranteeing them just over a million dollars, you're giving them game checks by when they play effectively. So you're saying, okay, here's a $1.16 million contract or whatever it might be, uh, but you're not guaranteed that money. You get that in parts of 16 over the or 17 over the course of the next 17 weeks, including the bye week. And so that's what the Saints can do with this money. The other thing that they can do, and that I would not blame them for doing, like I said, you have to spend the money, right? You hear the names of some of the teams toward the bottom that have spent the most money over the course of this offseason. They're good teams. And the team's right around where the New Orleans Saints are. They're good teams, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Dolphins, so on and so forth. Spend your money. That's how you get talent on your roster. You can't sit there with a talent-less roster and say, oh, well, too bad we didn't have the money. You got it. Go spend it. And so if you're the New Orleans Saints, I would say go spend it. But it doesn't mean you have to spend it right now. You can wait on this, and you can save this money for the trade deadline. And let's say that you're a team like the New Orleans Saints that's looking to compete within your your division, and you've got a nice little you know lead, a one two game lead on the division, but want to be a little bit better and feel like you're one piece away from doing that. You might be able to identify that piece in a team that's struggling at the bottom of their division, seven eight games into the year, and say, okay, let's call them up and see if we can get. That one missing piece from their roster onto ours, and then make ourselves a little bit better and set themselves up for a playoff run toward the end of the season. So that's the way that they can go about how the kind of the utilization of that money. They could spend it now and then kind of wait until post week one, do the non guaranteed contract deal, or hang on to it, wait and see if there's anybody available at the trade deadline that takes you that next extra step up. The last option, which I could go either. I could go here or there. On is that you carry it in the next season. Remember, whatever amount of money you don't spend this off season will roll into next season. But you hear me here. I, I'm all about going out and spending the money. So if you can find a constructive way to do it, then do that. If you can't spend it, or you don't have the right reason to spend it, or you try to, but a team doesn't want to trade a player away, whatever, or or you pursue a player and that player signs elsewhere you you can't spend the money just because you want to spend the money. That's not the same thing. You have to spend the money on something that's going to make a big difference for you. Some player that's going to make a big difference for you. If you can't find that, or if you can't make that happen, then you hold on to the money and then you roll it into next season where the Saints are already $52 million over the salary cap, which is like light work, <laughs> light work for Mickey Lemus and Kai Harley, small potatoes. Um, Nothing to really be worried about there. That's better than 75. That's better than 60. That's better than $100 million, $110 million that they were over a couple of years ago. Small potatoes. Ain't worried about that at all. But you know me, I'm all about spending that money. And, and maybe that is a uh, personal flaw of my own. <laughs> all right, coming up in tomorrow morning's episode, we're going to get you all set up with everything you need to know, sort of identifying and introducing to you the Tennessee Titans. Who are they? what to watch out for, how do the New Orleans Saints match up. We'll start to build that case and then we'll start getting into our post-practice live shows, post-practice fill-ins, all that. You can also catch me on the WWL-TV, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, Channel 4 here locally in New Orleans, uh, sports special at 6.30 uh, local time. Uh, that'll be a ton of fun. Myself, Doug Mouton, Ricardo Lecombe, getting you ready for the New Orleans Saints 2023 home opener, season opener, all that against the Tennessee Titans. So make sure you check that out and much more here on the Locked on Saints podcast and with our Partners over at WWL. Appreciate you as always for making Locked On Saints your first listen of the day every day to all you everydayers out there. I really, really appreciate you. Big shout out to both Byron as well as Alonzo for coming through and saying hi when you see me. And you know, I always ask you to do that. So I'll, it was a very, very, very big pleasure of mine to be able to meet y'all. Thank you very much, as always, everybody, for making Locked On Saints part of your day, part of your routine for saying yes to me and the show. As always, if you see me, say hi. And if you need anything else around your New Orleans Saints in between these episodes, Make sure you follow me on Twitter at Ross Jackson N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing how you living. Let me know how you're moming and them. And trust me, that nation.
1: I'll holla at you.